And basically the premise of this series, it is by Satoshi Kon, whose works we've covered. Uh, we've covered Perfect Blue, as well as Pep, as well as Pep, 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 Paprika. And so the plot of this series is uh, basically this young woman, maybe early 20s, I would say. She's under um, incredible stress to create another popular character following her Marumi character, which is this pink cartoonish like dog. And the stress is really getting to her. And at this point, she's really feeling cornered. And this is when a mysterious figure with a bent and golden baseball bat and rollerblades starts to attack her. And so she ends up in the hospital with a leg injury and she talks with the cops about what happened and then the cops start to investigate and their investigation leads them on this incredible uh, chase for this figure uh, known as Lil Slugger, who, uh, that's actually a really good sound SoundCloud rap name. I oh, think yeah. Gonna, yeah, I think I'm going to use that, actually. All right. Start making some rhymes. I feel like um, we you might get some copyright issues, but, you know. Uh, we'll deal with that later. All right. I mean, like, most rappers go to jail anyway, right? So it's You know, that's, cr- <laughs> that's cred right there. That's exactly. street cred. <laughs> so, all right. So Lil Slugger is this character who starts to attack people of the city and all around the country probably and his reputation just starts to grow and grow and really it's just big chase is he real is he not where is he who is he right he's a very mysterious figure and he seems to be elusive to the law enforcement um yeah and this i mean this story really takes place mostly in the city so it's not really your countryside story it's mostly your city um, kind of bustle and hustle, big time job, big time career kind of pressure that Tsukiko is under. So you really get a sense of that pressure in this, I think. Right. And it starts off pretty mild, pretty mellow, like like it only seems like a handful of characters have it, but towards the end of the series it begins to get pretty out of hand and like i said in one of my notes it starts to snowball and and the these attacks st- start around um Sukiko, who is the creator of marumi which is this pink dog-like character and the characters are that are kind of related to her in some way and then it just starts to like branch out exponentially and sort of infects the whole city. Hmm. It's interesting the way it is portrayed in this. I don't think I've ever seen um, fear and paranoia portrayed so so well. It's it's such a, like um, it's like a passing of the ball, you know. It's it's so interesting to watch how these characters deal with their problems in their environments and how human these characters seem because 
the creators gave them human qualities and human situations that are extremely relatable in my opinion um although there are some like really fantastical elements to this anime um for example like the lore and um the kind of dungeons and dragons um imagination that kind of takes over that kind of um creates this barrier for people to see themselves as like this grandiose character i don't know it's just like there's there's so many aspects and i'm reading some of the notes that you put in here and like you one of the ones that you ended here on was like how how well this series kind of encompasses all of those fears and all of those desperations that we have as humans into one short 12 episode anime right 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 um to add uh with your comment about how real these characters feel like they are are very real like they're very like flawed but but endearing uh like one of one of the most conflicting characters uh that i don't know how to feel about is the is the father character um the father character uh the daddy character (laughs) yeah masami who seems to really like love his daughter uh and 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 it seemed that he was really trying to like be a good family man and like support his family but but then he started working for shady characters and then there's the whole camera in his daughter's room but who who knows who that was for you know it could have been for himself or for anybody else but at that point it doesn't really matter right right yeah like that's just one of the the many many characters in the series like Sure, it's 12 episodes, but it's like really dense, but it's not dense to where you don't know what's what's happening. You, The series has lots of room to breathe and to really let the characters sort of uh, sort of explore their world, you know? Yeah, they. it's a slow burn um, show, I would think, but it's so rewarding. Such a rewarding... And I don't... The thing is, is it's such a slow burn, but it is like... It keeps you engaged. I was engaged the entire time I was watching this anime. And I think if I were to go back and rewatch this a couple of times, I would see new things and I would appreciate it even more because it is such an interesting way to tell a story. Totally. Definitely. Um, do you want to talk about some of the other characters first or do you want to get into more of these notes that we have here? Well, <clears throat> um, let's talk about, um, you know, obviously, like, I think she's kind of the main character, is Tsukiko Maromi, you know, she's a very complex character, um, and she doesn't really reveal most of her inner workings until the very end, um, but it seems interesting because she almost seems like the most flat, you know, as, as far as, like, a character but towards the end, we see her her development really branch out. Right, right. Uh, yeah, she's kind of the main character, or or most certainly the the character 
Okay, so this is spoiler talk, right? We're, right, we're, yes, we're, yeah. Right, so the char- the characters, rather, uh, that she made, um, one, or both, rather, uh, the dog and Lil Slugger, which is kind of ironic if you think about it, because she, the, the series started with her in a slump trying to come up with an idea for a new character, but she created a new but she created a new character in Lil Slugger and it sort of took the populace by storm just like her previous character did. Right. But um, we see both of these characters throughout the whole series. Um, we see tons of like keychains and like uh, TV shows and like t-shirts of Maromi. And we see plenty of uh, people talking about Lil Slugger. And these are kind of two sides of one coin uh maromi sort of being uh a comfortable lie uh, a a pacifier for the for the for the populace to sort of um be lulled into a like false sense of security and right 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 kind of like um like 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 a like an overuse of tiktok or social media or something like that where you're not really facing the problem. You're escaping it in one way, the happy way. But on the other end, Lil, uh, Lil Slugger is you um, just wanting to sort of be be done with it. And you want to, and, and yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, Lil Slugger is the finale, right? He's he's the, the one that you you see either when you complete your task or when you um, decide that you just don't want to do it anymore because you delayed too far along. Um, I think that's so interesting. Um, The way that you said that reminded me of some of the other characters that I think we're, you know, we're going to talk about here in a little bit, but um, I'm just going to, I'm just going to hold on to that note for later, but I just want you to just to keep in mind that what you just said um, I think we'll we'll circle back here in a little bit. Which part? Um, mostly about the part like uh, I don't want to say it without giving it away. Um, <laughs> I feel like. Can you type it in the notes? Yeah, yeah, me? yeah, yeah. I'll highlight it here in okay. the notes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, um, yeah. So s- she is such an interesting character, um, and then from there we kind of. We meet a cast of other characters, which are all entangled in their own way, and they all have their own separate lives, kind of dealing with their own problems. But we we, we see like a, just a glimpse into their lives, and like the 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 disparity or the happiness, if you if you might find it, or you know maybe it's maybe it's all sad sometimes i think some of these characters are really just sad um so you know we'll we'll meet like the detective ikari who is the senior character and then detective maniwa who is his kind of partner they're the ones that are on the case for little slugger and they you know they can't seem to figure out where to start or how is this character even related to these people? And it kind of doesn't all come together until the very end. 
but the thing is, it's like, I, I find it so interesting because the real reason all of this happened was almost something that seems kind of minor, I think, to what a lot of people would imagine. But it's it, it snowballed, like you said, it snowballed so out of control due to fear and paranoia of um, what might happen. So I think the main thing is like the fear and paranoia will drive you as a human to do things that you might not otherwise do in, in a normal situation, almost as if it's completely out of your control. Right. Definitely. Um, it's, I don't really know how to follow up with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Um, so, right. So kind of going back to, just the scope that the series has. Um, we even talk about uh, school students, like mi- middle school students, as well as people with um, like uh, like multiple personalities who are living double lives. We have uh, we have have an imposter of Lil Slugger. We have um, strange old men old women uh animators that gets very meta very very meta <laughs> actually you get a pretty decent education uh in the animation industry from this series i i thought it was very cool to see how they portrayed themselves definitely and if you are an aspiring animator i would watch that i would definitely watch this series and especially that episode and see if you still want to be an animator you you may want to change your mind. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, so do you want to talk about that comment now or? Well, yeah, actually, I thought it was funny because, man, they all like ended up killing themselves <laughs> or dying, you know, and uh, so sad. <laughs> Who, the, uh, the uh, three suicide people? You were the animators. Oh, like, right, right. Yeah, they they did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they did. Um, which is realistic in some ways. Like uh, you'll you'll hear about people dying at dying at their desks from overwork and things like that. So totally possible. Uh, much like one of the characters in um, in that episode that died at their desk. Uh, very very real stuff. And they just reached over the dead body and was like, "Oh, it's done." And then. They picked up the film and went off on their own business, leaving that dead body there, just laying. Right, and and another one of the people in the animation industry, uh, from a few episodes later, uh, the sort of tall guy with the short haircut, black shirt, uh, who who attacked uh, Sukiko, and then he got in a car car accident shortly after. So yeah, they pretty much all got knocked off. Um, yes, yeah, so now I guess that's a better segue than any to sort of get into probably one of my favorite episodes, the Suicide Comedy Trio, who are three characters or three people that met in, in like a chat room, I guess, and they met each other in real life because they made like, I guess, some sort of like suicide pact because I guess they were fed up with life and... And it's like a gay guy, uh, an older guy, and like a 12-year-old or something. 
and they go on many failed attempts at trying to kill themselves. But um, but I was actually reading some comments on YouTube, and they were saying that that uh, they had died earlier, like they had actually died uh, su- 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 successfully, but they didn't know it. Right. I mean, and who knows which which attempt that was, you know? Yeah. Uh, what was really funny, but like not really funny, was when the guy jumped in front of the train. <laughs> yeah, and everybody was like, oh. Maybe that's not the way we want to go. <laughs> it was so nonchalant. That's not a good thing. Because I guess no. that means a lot. And then he just sort of walked off. His ghost, I guess, sort of walked off. Yeah, that was an interesting thing. I was like, did he really die? Or is he like, is he dead? You know, it was so interesting. That was like the first clue, I think, that gave it away. Mm-hmm. And then there's that moment in the very end where the old man looks down and he doesn't see his shadow that would be so trippy like yeah in your shadow and like thinking you're still alive and then not seeing that and you're like whoa well have you ever happened to like have some sort of like weird feeling when you're like getting up or you know and things you like you you just get disoriented it's kind of like that feeling i feel like that would be really really disorienting you know um yeah, so trippy. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Any notes? Uh, so the Gossip Girls, uh, the four women who were sort of telling stories about people in the apartments in their neighborhood, stories about how Lil Slugger attacked them or attacked people near them, and this sort of go. This episode sh- uh, sort of sort of illustrates how. Uh, how someone can be pulled into the madness of this town because the new girl, she seems sane at first, but when she went went home and saw that her her husband was was attacked or or, or yeah like yeah he was he he was attacked and bleeding, uh, she wanted a story to like tell to her new friends. That was like all she cared about too. Mm-hmm. Which uh. Which really leads into a... So this was made in like 2004 or something, 2006. And for Cone to have that sort of like foresight into like our our culture now and like how uh, so, so social media and, and propaganda... Technology, all that. Again, how that can basically socially engineer us to to enact certain behaviors uh because it's like the social norm so basically we're like doing things that we may not have otherwise because it's because everyone else is doing it correct um a lot of people have you ever heard of the social contract theory no so um, it's kind of the idea that we are tied to each other um, based on the social contract that we we simply need each other to survive. Um, so, you know, we have to get along. We have to figure out how to get along with our environment, how to get along with each other. And um, that social contract can also include our relationship to money our relationship to materialism 
materialistic things, our relationship to inanimate things or even more intangible things like the idea of being um, a superhero or the idea of like being a supervillain. Like it's, it's just, it's interesting the way that we, we socially have to interact with each other. But like the, the contract basically just says that we have to, we have to get along (laughs) and we have no other options to do it. Is this, uh, would you say that that this is basically this like social contract or uh, or like a covert contract? Is that like another name for it or something? Where where it's like an unspoken rule that people abide by? Yes. Right. So yeah, yeah. That's really yeah. It's really strong. Like um, we the people right uh, have more power than we than we think that we do okay so i have this this like short short story uh so at, at one of my old jobs um i was talking with one of my coworkers, and and i was saying why don't we uh go on strike and and everyone's like well we can't we can't because you know we have to go to work and i'm like we make the rules like we have the power but we kind of let these like fake rules like uh dictate us you know right uh but start a revolution garrison well i we kind of are uh did uh have you heard about the GameStop and like yeah amc stuff yeah on the the, we're trying to bankrupt wall street yo yeah that that's that's pretty cool (laughs) (laughs) this is this is the wild west man come on keep up yeah, that's pretty cool. Good job, guys. And anyway, um, did you have any more comments on that, or did you want to move on? Um, no, that's just um my take on what you were talking about. Um, you know, like the social aspect of it. Um, yeah, and there's like a bunch of other stuff that really like it just covers so much. And I don't even think like he knows this, but he covered cancel culture. You know, in this show, like the idea that. If somebody does something wrong, you automatically have to dismiss everything that they've done, um, especially if you're an artist. So, uh, you know, like, for example, like Bill Cosby, like he's yeah, like not a great example, but, you know, like he was an artist and then it's proven that he's kind of a monster. So now he's in jail, but we're no, you know, we can't idolize him anymore. We can't look at him and say, yeah, that's a person that I would look up to. Yeah, I think um, J.K. Rowling might be a more apt example because, like, another, she, yeah, that's another one. Really yeah, good. that may be a little better because it's not as as straightforward as as like as like a Cosby or a John K. or something like that. But yeah, J.K. Rowling's a little more conflicting because I love Harry Potter, and it's unfortunate that J.K. Rowling has to be tra- or transphobic. Um. <clears throat> So the last episode was, well, actually, uh, let's save that one for the, the end. Um, well, actually, most of my other comments are about that. So I guess, do you have any more comments before we go on? Um, mostly, like, how suffering is universal. Like, I look at this show and I see all of these different 
people and faces and people that I know in my own life are like these characters. And so I see them and I'm like, okay, you know, these characters obviously have whole, whole lives and whole stories that I would never even think to even start like trying to understand their life. So I, I, I don't know. I look at that and I think like these characters are, are relatable in my own life. And I, I don't know. I just I, I just see the relation and I think how it shows that suffering is universal. It doesn't matter who you are. Everybody suffers. Yes. And you can too. We're all in this together. Let's all suffer to our impending end. And uh, talk about killing ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of that, actually, so... Like I said, uh, this was made around like 2004, 2006. And actually, um, during the past 10 years or so, their suicide rates have actually been slowly going down. But it wasn't until last year that their that their suicide rates rose again. And they actually had more suicides than COVID deaths. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. And... Uh, Sort of going, sort of uh, going off of your comment about like feeling better. Didn't you say something like that to feel better, like like think positive? Uh, well, yeah, that's kind of always my motto. Well, uh, like okay, so this is like kind of uh, personal, but so like last last year, actually, I would say probably around the lockdowns and stuff. Like I would have like uh, so last year around lockdowns to about. Like a month and a half ago, I would have these like flashes of of regret and like thinking about mistakes that I made in my past. And 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 a month and a half ago, I I was like, uh, so I was watching this Jordan Peterson thing, and he was like, uh, you know, you have to like face your your struggles or something like you have to like face your anxieties so because so facing it or or should i say avoiding it rather when when you avoid it you're not addressing why you feel that way and such so so the emotion keeps keeps rising because it's not addressed and and there's no like closure to it right so i took a moment when these things would would like flash flash up i would linger on it and think about it and i i swear you not i i promise that it like instantly cured my my uh my my anxieties and like i i haven't had a flare-up since and seriously like it's awesome like that worked miracle it's meditative i can imagine yeah um, which also leads us to something that happened in the last episode, dealing with Sukiko and the whole conflict of Lil Slugger and Marumi, and how these characters relate to why Sukiko has been in sort of uh, like a like she's not there. She she she's basically in the uh, she's Just- basically in the dark zone. From like she's, soul, right? Right, like she's like in her memory, right? Because, because in a way, I sort of 
interpreted the character of Marumi that that she made as as like a sort of um, way to bring back her dead puppy back to life and like bring new new life to it. Um, and basically, Sukiko, she I was having like period cramps or something. I don't, <laughs> She was having having period cramps, and her dog ran into the street and died. And so, to cope, she came up with this idea for Little Slugger, and the rest is history. Yeah, and then it spiraled out of the control. And I guess when people found out that Maromi was based off of a dead dog, they didn't like that idea so much, so they canceled Maromi and then came up with a cat. Which is pretty wild, just considering how many dead bodies are in that show's wake also right 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 that and on top of the 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 corpses that made that that show probably soured it in many people's eyes yeah definitely it's kind of cursed at that point Mm -hmm. the last episode was a tearjerker for me uh with uh four characters uh sukiko and marumi the puppy and how she grieved with that and and Ikari and his wife, who was ill. And I really liked how during during uh, his flashback with his wife and how they were sort of having their last moments together, uh, his wife tells him how, or, or, or rather he, he, he was talking with her about how uh, he, he was strong to like, uh, like keep her, her from, from from worrying and like feeling like safe and stuff and and he was basically saying that uh there's no excuse for like backing away which which was like a nice callback to a few to a few episodes earlier when his wife was steadfast uh was steadfast in the face of little slugger right and she had mentioned that he had retreated, you know, um, the more she tried to give, the more he would retreat. And then, um, but she was faced with death and, you know, in the end and still tried to choose life. Mm. Um, in what way? Well, I mean, she tried to fight, right? You know, that was, that was her... Her momentum to keep going was to to live for her husband, which seems like a strange thing. Um, but you know what? To each their own. I think life is individual, and it doesn't matter what your goal in life is, as long as you try to keep on living it. Right. And who was there? Um, who was there with uh, his his wife on the elevator? On the what? On the elevator. When when she had the the little breather on and she was laying on the operating table, basically, who was there on the elevator? I don't. What are you asking? You know, it's the old man. Like he's been there throughout throughout this whole series, and just sort of making just sort of making small appearances. And he was actually doing the the cal- the calculation or something, right? Like on. Like on shock on the ground, right? Right. But in the last episode, it was Maniwa with like white hair and like sort of crazy, right? Yeah. And I was saying, so 
if this series ends on a cliffhanger, right? Like it ends sort of with him like, I just found something, right? Right. Did you did you stay through the credits for the final final episode? No, not not the end. No. So the old man starts to starts to talk about how what you just saw will happen again, and I was thinking that basically this is a cyclical process and how basically um, events repeat themselves uh, and how something similar will happen again because you know these things have happened for centuries for as long as humans have been around and basically this whole series is is like a shared psychosis and Mm -hmm. how it's the it's basically what we talked about like contracts and stuff Mm -hmm. and like social media but it just okay so have you heard of the um the uh like the saying uh life doesn't re doesn't repeat itself uh, like rhymes so basically life uh similar things will happen throughout history but in different ways uh and and i think that's kind of like sad but like i guess i guess it's inevitable Hmm. right i think you know we have interesting generational memories we hold on to pain quite a lot um which keeps us alive as a species but it still repeats because we don't take the time to think about that pain and learn from it so we carry a lot of generational pain um you know i think that it is it's not uncommon to say that somebody with a you know a heritage with a a rough background will have probably more trouble in life than anybody else who didn't have a heritage that had a rough background you know you carry with that generational pain and you know alcoholism drug addiction can can carry over into the next generation um and i think that kind of helps pillar your your social contract theory and the idea that it seems like these happenings are cyclical they are repetitive because we are not taking that time to recognize that pain and then learn from it right 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 all right um exactly yeah but it but at the the same time it's not like like that's part of the um the struggle that we're having right because it's not like that it's not like everyone has the luxury of sort of being being introspective about their choices and things and you know you know like i guess that's just one of the problems that we have to face but something you said made made me think of like basically what what's made humanity come this far may also be the the uh, things that that end us and yes uh yeah i was just agreeing with you uh and i guess it's either sort of going back to our ghost in the shell talk it's either we adapt or die and we're at a crossroads now if you know we keep sort of acting in the same way that got us this far we'll either stagnate or or regress 
Yes. Well, that was a great ending to a <laughs> great show, you guys. Oh, uh, yeah. So let's end on a high note. Um, we, this next month, the month of February, um, are going to do something freaking awesome for you guys. Um, we are going to start something where I think we're, we're, we're working on a title, but it's, it's basically we're, we're gonna give you a little bit more entertainment. I don't know if I want to spoil anything. No. Yeah. Well, just, you know, keep an eye out. Yeah. And, um, February is going to be fun. Sure. All right. So for next time. Uh, we will be discussing a show called Mutant Aliens. Movie? Is it not a movie? It's a movie. It's a movie? It's a movie called Mutant Aliens. Apparently this is one that I suggested. I don't remember doing this one. But yeah, next time. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Saga Podcast, where we talk about animation and animation things. Um, this is your favorite co-host, Sarah, and I would like to remind you before you head off that we do have a Twitter, a Facebook, an Instagram, a website, and soon to be a Patreon. So if you could reach out to us, leave us a comment, a review, anything that you like, and we will appreciate all of it. Um, otherwise, have a wonderful week, and we will see you next time. Bye. See you next time. Hope you liked it. <laughs> Come again. Greetings, lovely listeners. You are listening to Saga, a podcast where a dude and a chick discuss art and animation. for tuning in to Saga Podcast. I am your host, Garrison, and I'm here with Sarah, as always. And today we have um, something special. I mean, well, it's not really special in the fact that it's, you know, something that we don't usually do, but I think that this series is going to lead to, like, a really good talk, and I'm really looking forward to it. And that show is Paranoia Agent. Spoiler alert, this audio may contain spoilers, so please proceed with caution or an open mind. I don't care.